Hi everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. Small things often, it's about your personal relationship. You know, you guys all heard me talk talk about Dr. John Gottman in the past, and he's got a new book out. It's called The Love Prescription. Great stuff. Highly recommend it. I think the anchor of the book would be this. Small things often equals relationship success. And oh my gosh, it's so good, guys. I would take a read. It's so good. You know, it starts with the tremendous impact that bids for emotional connection have in your relationship. I mean, every relationship, not just your personal ones, but bids for emotional connection. And bids are those small gestures or comments that happen all the time. These things go on all the time. They're the subtle language that we're all speaking to each other every day, and we're actively making or not receiving these bids for emotional connection. Let me expand a little bit more here. So a bid would be like, if I hit my finger, I might go, oh man, look, I crushed my finger. And you may go, oh, it looks like it really hurt, Randy. Well, I made a bid to you. Please look at my finger, it hurts. And you went, oh, that's really bad. You met my bid for emotional connection. Tiff does it to me all the time, right? If we're gonna go out to dinner or something, she's getting dressed and she'll look at me and she'll go, how do I look, how do I look? And, and she's making a bid for emotional connection to me. Please acknowledge how I look. Do I look good? And I might go, oh, you look gorgeous, love. Oh my gosh. And I met for her bid for attention, okay? So that's what we're talking about when we, when we talk about bids. Dr. Gobbin says these bids for connection, they are the fundamental unit of emotional communication. This is huge, guys. This changed my life. It's as if it turned the lights on inside me. Where it was once blind, now I can see. So the bid is the fundamental unit of emotional communication. Acknowledging and turning towards these bids, it's like making a deposit in the relationship bank account. Makes sense, right? Bids for connection. They can be big or small. They can be spoken or unspoken. I mean, it can be a glance and a smile and you smile back. That's a bid, right? Okay, so guys. A bid for emotional connection happens when she's getting ready to go out to dinner. I just said this, right? And she turns to you and says, how do I look? That is an emotional bid for connection that happens almost every time. I can tell you it happens every time between me and Tiff. She's bidding for your acknowledgement of how beautiful she is. Notice that in that moment, she's also making herself vulnerable. Anytime someone makes an emotional bid for connection, they're making themselves vulnerable because you could ignore her and act like you're too busy on your phone to even look. If this were to happen, this is a withdrawal from the relationship bank account. It's pretty simple, isn't it? Or you could, you could acknowledge the bid, right? By taking a minute to stop saying, wow, you're absolutely beautiful. This would be a deposit in the relationship bank account. See how these bids are happening all day long. Even children, they make bids for emotional connection. You know, my little girl, Natalie, she's three years old. She walks up to me the other day and said, dad, dad, watch this. That was a bid. She wanted me to engage in watching her. She wanted to be acknowledged. All this sounds simple, right? It sounds simple, yes. Until the busyness of life kicks in. <laughs> Your attention right now is being pulled in a hundred different directions. Isn't it true? This is the, the current state of life all the time. And time is moving so fast right now that any question that you have, you can get an answer for yourself right now on your phone. That's crazy, guys. 
when life is moving that quickly, sometimes we can fall prey to missing bids for emotional connection. And the withdrawals from the emotional bank account begins. These withdrawals can only go on for so long until there's nothing left to withdraw. And at that moment, the relationship's bankrupt. You see, bids for emotional connection is the currency of all relationships. And you're making deposits all throughout the day where you're making withdrawals. The choice is yours. Are you going to acknowledge them or are you not? Some simple things that we all can do to build a rich relationship. This is what's worked for Tiff and I, basically. Ask your partner big, open-ended questions. Tiff and I do this all the time. This is going to trigger thoughts of dreams. It inspires. It builds hope in the future. Because after all, inspiration is truly oxygen to the soul. Think about it. When you met and you were younger, you had less money, less ability, less resources, less means, yet you dream together all the time of what was possible. Imagine dreaming with your significant other, with more wisdom, more money, more resources, more ability to make those dreams come true. How much fun is that, right? Imagine the fun conversations you could have. All right, so the next one's easy. Say thank you all the time. It's a wonderful moment when Tiff says thank you to me. I love it. When you meet your partner, appreciate them. Tell them you love them every single time. Every time I come home, I have trained the children to run to me. We run, we engage. I get it from my mom. It's a celebration every time. Never stop saying thank you to your loved ones. Think about it. You say thank you to the bank teller every single time, don't you? Say thank you to your partner every single time. William Faulkner's got a quote on this. He says, on showing gratitude, because showing gratitude is a thank you, right? Gratitude is a quality similar to electricity. It must be produced and discharged and used up in order to exist at all. I love it. Saying thank you all the time. By doing this, you're to maintain a culture of appreciation in the relationship. Okay, number three, give real compliments. Man, I do this for Tiff all the time. Always give real compliments. Why did you fall in love with your partner in the first place? Never forget that. Talk about it every day. And you know what happens when you talk about it every day? It grows. Whatever you feed in your life will grow. Make comments about it every single day. Think about it. Have you ever heard someone say, I just can't stand compliments. They make me feel so bad. <laughs> no, no one's ever said that. In fact, you should become a spy on your partner, watching their every move, looking for anything you can do to compliment. Chris Rock's got a quote on this. He says, there's only three things women need in life. Food, water, and a compliment. <laughs> Good stuff. Make compliments a daily thing. Did you know there's a math formula that can predict the outcome of any relationship? It's true. Dr. Gobbin used to be a mathematician before he was a psychologist. He says a five to one ratio will predict the future. Five to one. This is during conflict, though. Positive to negative interactions. For every one negative interaction you have, you need five to overwhelm the one or else you are in trouble. For every one interaction, you need five. This is why every morning when I get up, I say five good things to Tiff. I'm getting ready. I'm just kidding. No, I really do that. <laughs> and a positive interaction could be something like a smile, a touch, leaning in, expressing understanding, a glance across the room. Couples that last... They also know how to fight. They don't damage their relationship during fights. In daily life, Dr. Gottman says the ratio is 20 to 1. 
For every one negative in daily life, you need 20 good ones to overwhelm the one negative. This is why compliments, saying thank you, having excited, hope-filled conversations, they matter so much because you need that 20 to 1 ratio. Every one of these is like making a deposit into a relationship bank account. You want it to become rich and not bankrupt. The last idea for today can add value to any relationship. It's understanding the difference between intentions and impact. Have you ever heard someone say, I didn't mean it like that, but, or they say, that's not what I meant, but, right? Studies from Dr. Gottman shows that intentions mean nothing. Zero. On the scale, it was a zero. Impact is everything. It's 100%. The world doesn't give us what we want. It gives us what we demand with our actions. Even an angry person yelling would say, I had good intentions. Your life is simply a timeline of your thoughts. So for relationship success, always remember, it's small things often. bids and you've talked about this mm-hmm. well, we've talked about this a lot a lot yeah um it's kind of scary when you think about it right because i catch myself doing this around the house with 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 diana and and like because sometimes you brush it off like sometimes you hear it like mm-hmm. sometimes i'll hear something and i'll just brush it off because i'm like in the zone or like i'm focused on something else mm-hmm. and then i stop myself and i mm-hmm. go damn, was that a bid? And then I'm like, mm-hmm. oh no. And then I find myself retracting and going, hold on a second, mm-hmm. say it again. Mm-hmm. What did you say? Yep. You see what I mean? Yep, so absolutely. They, they can be dangerous because mm-hmm. if you if you start brushing them off, eventually it's kind of like, well, where are the bids going to if they're not coming to you? You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny you say that, Ralph, because it happened to me the other day. I was on the, my phone and Tiff's talking to me and it was an important message I had to get out to a group in time because something was happening at the winery and there was a group waiting and they, they you know, they need, they need my input right away. Mm-hmm. And Tiff's talking to me and I kind of ignored her. And then she had left the room and I went back to her then saying, Hey, just so you know what was playing out in that moment, that's why I did that. She goes, Oh, I get it. But if I didn't go back, yeah, you're right. That would have been a complete miss. And she'd have been like, wow, some, something more important on his phone than me. Yeah. You know, it's like that saying in the underground, you know, Tiff and I have a rule in the house. If the kids ever want to talk to you, you put your phone down immediately. Don't ever send the message. I'm sorry, little girl. This screen is more important than you. And a lot of kids are getting whooped by that. A lot of people are getting whooped by that. Yeah. You know, the screens are more important. You know? It's tough because that's just the way the world is today. Everything's ran from a tiny device in your pocket that Tell handles you. everything. You have a good quote on social media um, that social media is designed to keep you in touch with say it i don't want to misquote you and it and it sounds bad but that's good stuff i mean all that stuff facebook it's all designed to make you feel connected to someone far away but if you don't put it down when someone's right in front of you you could lose the person right in front of you yeah and it's so crazy it's so true people more worried about what's going on across like somebody Mm -hmm. else across there they they may or may not have ever met when things going on in their own backyard and they Mm -hmm. don't even they they turn Mm -hmm. a blind eye yeah it's that you know because of all this, there's people today having long distance relationships living in the same house. Yeah, right. It's true. You know, the uh, physical distance doesn't create separation between people. That's not the way it works. It's always the lack of connection that creates the distance. 
And that's the way you could, you could have a long distance relationship in the same house. Where do you think that stems from though? Like what starts it? Lack of values. That's <laughs> what we talked about for the last podcast. Yeah, it's, it's, the it's, not, it's not knowing what actually makes you happy in this life. You know, because so many people, they chase the dollar. They think success and money is going to make me happy. That's external. That has nothing to do with your happiness. Because it's been proven that once you earn around 70, 80 grand a year, not one more dollar is going to make you any more happier. And then people will live their whole life making millions of dollars. And at the end of it all, they go, darn it. I traded my health, I traded my family, I traded my 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 wife, I traded my children for this for this bank account right here. And who cares? Because I'd rather trade all that money for my family, my friends, and my health. And they go, I, I lost. That's a Steve Jobs conundrum, right? Then that was like something that happened with him, and then he was mm-hmm. on his deathbed or whatever and was kind of like, wow, like did mm-hmm. this to my family mm-hmm. because of everything. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. it's it, it's so true. My God, you know, um, in today's world, there really is a lot of search for money. And I'm a guy that I've, I've had money. I've not had money. You're better off having money. Mm-hmm. Anyone that says, you know, money doesn't matter is lying. That money does matter. But when people think that the more money they have, the happier they're going to be, or when they get the new car, the happier they're going to be. The problem with all this is that it's an external bar and the bar will always get risen. It doesn't matter how many dollars you have in your bank account, you can always have more. It doesn't matter what car you have, you can always have a better one. It doesn't matter what house you have, it can always be better. So if we're not content and happy with what we have right now today, you will never be content with what you're happy with, happy with tomorrow. Guaranteed. It's not going to happen. It starts today. And you know, and that that's a major challenge today. Yeah. You know, and people think that, you know, if I only had millions of dollars, well, the way life works is if, if you can't earn the money, you'll never be able to keep the money. No one's ever been given anything that they can't manage. Think of people that win lotteries. The statistics are terrible. Like they all lose it within a year. It's all gone because they can't manage it. They didn't earn it. You know, and this is why I always say work on you, build the inside, because the more value you have on the inside, the more value you'll add to the outside. No one can take that from you. Hmm. I like how you use the, the earn thing, like the idea of like, you're never going to know how to spend something you don't earn. It's so true. And you don't value things you don't earn. I mean, that's the, I mean, that there's the truth to that. When's the last time you were given something and you're like, you really treasured it and valued it. It was just free. It was just given to you. No, when you earn something, you value it. It's because you earned it. It's yeah. mine. You know, I, I worked hard for this because it's part of who you are. You gave some of your life for it. When you give none of your efforts, none of your life for it, there's no value to it. Mm. Something. You know, but you know, a lot of, a lot of this stems back. There's a lot of kids growing up today that they don't have parents teaching them, them this stuff, you know, and it's, it's a sad spot. It, it, it's sad stuff, you know, because right and wrong are becoming, you know, flipped. Yeah. Well, it's, it's becoming subjective, you know, depending on a situation. I don't believe in situational rights and wrongs. It's absolute right is right and wrong is wrong. And, and it doesn't have any opinion, you know, it's, yeah. Um, I, I think it does all stem back to that bidding because it does make sense. Like it's and it, taking it out of the, the relationship and personal relationship stuff. So like into like, let's, I'll put it into a business perspective mm-hmm. of like, I'm making a bid, you know, you're making bids constantly, whether it be a physical monetary bid, right. Mm-hmm. Or being like, Hey, like, can we work together? Can we not work together? Mm-hmm. What are the bids like? Like things like that. And if it gets brushed off, okay. I know. I, I think t- translating it all from those little bits and pieces of things is what, mm-hmm eventually grows not only your your relationship but even your network of people that you surround yourself with mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah absolutely i mean make make bids happen with every person all the time and like like we said in this talk some are verbal some are nonverbal it can be a glance a gesture and these bids really are 
the currency of a relationship. And every relationship is either becoming richer or it's, it's becoming poorer. And what happens is when the emotional bank account is empty and there's no more bids being put into it, it is now over. And what happens is in the beginning, when people come together, they're in a state of infatuation. They admire each other and they're just constantly making bids to each other. Mm -hmm. You are so wonderful. Thank you, man. I love your hair today. Thank you. You know, I, I think you're so smart. You did great on that test. Oh, it's so wonderful. We're making these bids. We're acknowledging them. And we're basically in doing this. Remember when you make a bid, you're vulnerable, right? You're making yourself vulnerable because mm -hmm. Tiff could say, how do I look? I go, I don't know. You know, and she might go, oh, my God, really? Right. She's being vulnerable in that moment. Every bid is a vulnerability. So what happens is if if someone stops acknowledging the bids, the person making the bid is going to go, well, that didn't feel very good. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, all right, I'm not going to do that again. So I'm going to put up a little wall and therefore I'm not going to make a bid to you anymore. So once we stop making bids to each other, it's over. You see what I mean? Yeah. And, the, and the relationship goes bankrupt. Hmm. We can end it there. I think that's a good point to leave it on. I'm with you, Ralph. Keep bidding. Right? My God, every day. And you know, <laughs> I've always noticed, I know when I when I miss a bid for attention from Tiff and I go back to her, revisit it, I do a do-over. I'm going to write a talk on do-overs. You know, how a lot of times throughout life, something will happen and it didn't go the way you wanted to do. And I'll go back to her and go, can we redo that conversation? And she'll go, okay. I go, this is what... I would like you to say, and this is what I should say, and this is what you should say, this is what I should say. And I go, how do you like that outcome? And we'll actually do that. Mm. And now we just rewrote history for our relationship to keep it the best it can. It's a do-over. It works. That'll be a good talk. Mm-hmm.